All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ash Thursday, I guess if we're going to look at it that way, I think a lot of the kids are still out of school till Monday. I know it's that way for the public schools in Belchase. I think Catholic schools, too. You know if you have parent, if you have kids, rather, you can text me at 504-260-1870. Or if you're a younger listener and you have parents and you're out of school, I'd definitely love to hear from you at 504-260-1870. It's going to be hot today, and it feels sticky and humid outside. Not quite summer-like but close, especially when you consider it's February. So we're talking about highs the day of 84, maybe record heat. And I don't, I don't know that 84 with the humidity is warm. I think that's hot. Highs of 82 tomorrow, 82 Saturday, 82 Sunday. First mention of rain Monday with a 20% chance for showers then. Not as humid Tuesday, highs of 78, and then more record heat on Wednesday. And that's going to put us pretty close to the end of February which has, I think, February is the day with 38 days, right? Larry Carter can join us right now, president of the Louisiana Federation of Teachers. He, he knows these things. How you doing, Larry? Good morning, Tommy. How are you? I'm okay. I know February has a different amount of days. Is it 38 or how many? Does <laughs> Sometimes it seems like 30 plus, yeah, but I know, know it's what, 28? You know what's funny about that is Tim just told me in my ear, 28, as though I really thought it were 38. <laughs> Tell me about the governor wanting to bump teacher pay up about two thousand dollars this year. What's going on there? Well, um, we had um, really high expectations that, as the governor stated several years ago, that he would continue in his role of trying to make sure that we get teachers and school employees, but teachers in particular, up to the southern regional average, and also increase pay for school support staff. And it looks like he's on a trajectory to do just that. However, we you know, look at the surrounding states and, and, and even said to the governor that um, while the $2,000 increases for certified school employees and 1000 for the support staff was a step in the right direction, we know that's far shorter than what we are seeing in our neighboring states like Texas and Alabama and um, Mississippi even. And to be competitive and keep teachers and school employees here in the state of Louisiana, we have to be competitive. And not only that, I, I think when we look at the cost of, of all of the different things that teachers and school employees need um, to not just help them in the classroom, but also in their personal lives, while the $2,000 and $1,000, um, you know, pay raise are appreciated, it still falls short of what we think um, that should be to get us closer to the Southern Regional Average. Um, what about health care benefits, Larry? Does that vary from district to district? It does. There's about maybe, I think, 14 or 15 school districts that actually fall into a category of insurance where they're, you know, part of um, an insurance program and plan that's probably more in line with the state employees. And then there are some school districts that do independent um, insurance agencies. And so their insurance plans will either be a little more expensive or a little cheaper. And what we found is that as we see these school employee and school teachers' pay increases, the increases in those insurance premiums also go up. And so it eats into some of the raises that they've gotten in the past, 
And then you think about inflation rates, how that's gone up over the last maybe two years, and that's impacted their homes as well as everybody else's homes. And so we certainly think that um, more um, of an increase should be looked at. And we know that it's going to go through a process by which now the legislature, once the governor puts out his budget and has an amount in there, we go to the legislature um, during a legislative session and we start talking to the legislators as well about increases into um, employees' pay raises. And we hope to get that number up once the revenue estimating conference meets. They talk about how much of a um, surplus there is, a lack thereof, um, and we then start talking about priorities as it relates to anything relating to um, teaching and school employee pay as well as um, other government agencies, you know, staff and stuff like that so that um, we're going to be competing for those dollars. So um, we know the governor has a priority, and we've heard from a lot of legislators in the past maybe three years or so that it's still a priority, and so we're hoping that we can certainly get um, whatever revenue estimating conference comes with as as a surplus that we can look to compete for those dollars and make sure that that um, increase is higher than what the governor's original plan is. So when it comes to determining an average, the state pays, like let's take a third-grade teacher, the state pays third-grade public school teachers or the districts to do and they get the money from the state, or who sets the salary? It's it's, it's both parties. There's a local revenue um, that's generated to help supplement teacher and school employee pay and pay raises, as well as the state gives a baseline under the what's called the Minimum Foundation Program, MFP. That money is used to say, Per student, this is how much the state is putting into classrooms and to um, covering the cost of paying employees. And it's a hybrid of having both local and state revenues to help generate um, the salaries and what's used to actually educate kids in our state. So what would be the average, just so people know, I, 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 well, let me ask it this way. Would a third-grade public school teacher in northern Louisiana make the same as a teacher in southern, southeastern, southwestern, central no. Louisiana? No. No. Um, primarily, in most cases, depends on how much a particular local municipality, like a school board, um, generates in terms of its tax revenue or its revenues. They may pay their teachers base more. And so if you look at more of our rural parishes, they tend to pay the teachers much less than more of our urban centers and suburban centers in terms of um, collections of taxes. And so that will certainly make a difference in terms of what a third grade teacher make in North Louisiana versus South Louisiana or in particular in the New Orleans metropolitan area. So, so that's dependent upon the tax base in that local municipality area. I didn't mean to interrupt you. So average, if I'm going to ask you what the average salary in Louisiana is for a third grade teacher, for an eighth grade mm -hmm. teacher, for a, uh, I don't know if it comes to differences in classes in high school, because I guess teachers teach either freshmen all the way through seniors, could you give me averages based on, on the different positions? Right now, it, it's not broken down like that. Usually it's based on saying the average pay for teachers, and that could be in a range from K-12, and it may say about $52,000 or $48,000, depending on which area you're in in the country, and, and that'll give you an average. And then you look at the southern regional average, and let's say the southern regional average is about 54000 and when you look at what we're getting paid, let's say in Louisiana, it could be 48000 So you're $2,000 short 
of that southern regional average. So there are 16 states that make up the southern regional uh, average salaries for teachers in a particular region, and it's, and it's called the southern regional um, average. And so that's how we look at um, the average. And we could probably get a breakdown if you look at different parts of the state, but that would take certainly some work, but it's usually just a baseline average. It doesn't really break it into first grade, second grade, third. It just brings all the teacher salaries together and put a middle range in there to get that average, and, and, and we go from that base number in terms of the southern region. Just to give people an idea of how much teachers make, I'll tell you this, full disclosure, I have a third grade teacher in northern Louisiana, my 26-year-old, and I am subsidizing public edu- education mm-hmm. in Louisiana because they can't live on what they, they make. They just can't. And I can't imagine um, my kid having, having uh, you know, a spouse or kids or anything else because I, I don't know how in the world that, that would work other than me. And I think a lot of parents, I'd like to hear from you, as a matter of fact, 504-260-1870. If you are a teacher, your parents helping you make it if you're younger or if you're a parent, do you have a younger teacher in your family? And are you kind of directly subsidizing public education in Louisiana? We'll take a break, come back more with Larry Carter, president of the Louisiana Federation of Teachers. And we'll talk about historically what's been done since um, Governor Edwards was inaugurated, how much teacher pay has gone up. Uh, and, of course, there is another raise suggested for this uh, session. 721 Traffic Now, WWL. 726, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking with Larry Carter, President of Louisiana Federation of Teachers, about a teacher pay raise that's planned. Somebody texted and said, Tommy, this is a false raise. The deductible went up $2,000 as well, so it's really just a wash in that way to make the people in charge of this, quote, raise look better. The teachers are still getting it. Uh, but, Larry, that would go to my question about health benefits, right, with deductible? Yes. Yes, that, that's that's one of the problems that we've been having for the last maybe four years, and even the last two years has always been some increases that have eaten into that pay raise. And, and that person, well, I can say there's been some increases. I can't say that total amount um, is exactly where it was, but it's very close to that. Somebody taxes in 54000 more than an accountant makes in some areas. I doubt that for a degreed accountant. I think you'd make more than that. But and an accountant works 12 months out of the year. Well, first of all— They do. Um, huh? I was going to say there's there are some differences when you talk about averages by parish. There are some parishes like I, for example, I, yeah. I know Cattle Parish is right around like fifty two hundred average. Then you'll go to somewhere like a Caldwell, which um is probably about an hour or so away, forty two thousand. The 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 reason I'm saying that is, first of all, it's not just nine months out of the year because the school year seems to be getting longer and longer every year. And the other thing is that whether it is or isn't, where are you going to go get a part-time job doing and doing what? And should you be required to do that? Because teaching is a profession and I don't think it's fair to say, well, it's only 10 months out of the year because, well, that's what the job entails, right? Yes. In fact, uh, what we're finding, and you're right, 100 percent, even probably 10, 15, 20 years ago, even during the summer, teachers usually, uh, majority of them do school summer training or they do summer school for kids who need the extra and additional assistance during the summer. So there's not just um, on paper. Yeah, it's 10 month employment. In most cases, it's, it's stretching into about 11 months. Um, and so it's definitely increasing in terms of the roles and responsibilities. And the other thing is that I don't think people in other fields have to bring their own supplies to work. 
<laughs> yeah, we, we, we see teachers dipped into their pockets at least $1,000 on average to help support their students and, and bring materials for their students. So tell me in terms of teacher pay raises, the governor said he was going to do something when he was elected first. Has, has he lived up to his promise? Have salaries gone up? Look, he, he pretty much has. Uh, I know that in 2019 there was a pay raise, 2021, and now 2022, and now he's estimating to try in his fourth year to try to, you know, of, of trying to do that um, increase every year in 2023 as well. And there have been incremental. Like I said, I remember in 2021 it was an $800 and $400 raise. In 2019, I think it was something like a, what it was, um, 1500 and 750 And so it's been incremental. And we think we, we just have to get past um, the incremental and, and do something more substantive that would make us way more competitive in keeping our teachers um, right here in Louisiana. Thank you, Larry. I appreciate your time. We'll talk to you again soon. Larry Carter, President of the Louisiana Federation of Teachers. It all goes back to education. You can pay for it now or you can pay for it later. It seems to me to be a lot cheaper to pay for it now. And I think you're going to need to remember that it is a profession and you get what you pay for. All right, we'll take a break, come back, talk to Joe Geruso about some of his proposed changes to give the city council a stronger hand in the budgeting process. Right now, it's time for WWL First News. For that, we go to Ian Ozan. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.